0: Welcome to the Christina Talks podcast. Today's guest is someone who has its um, always been what I would describe as a learned friend to me ever since meeting this individual. He's done some really cool stuff in business, even though he's maybe not dealing with one of the sexiest subjects in the world. However, he has so much to share and he has gone on to be an absolute inspiration to me, just with some of the conversations he's had with people. I love listening to his podcast. Um, And I know that this is, it doesn't matter what business you're in, this episode is truly going to be of value to you. Hey, David, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really excited about this conversation. I'm good. Me too. I am, uh, do you know, it's kind of, I I always do like a little tiny introduction beforehand where I don't give anything, intentionally don't give anyone, give anything away. Um, So I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself in a second. Okay. But just knowing what you're about, I just know that it doesn't matter what, where people are in business, what business they're in, what sector, it's just going to be massively valuable.
1: Okay, good. Well, let's hope so. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so go on give us the introduction
1: so um hello my name is david roberts and uh, i am a um, husband and doting father of two teenage daughters which means every day is a school day and i have uh from a business point of view taken one business from startup to eight figures in two years and uh, another i bought into it and then sold it for, I think, 5.6 times money to, to shareholders, which they're very, very pleased with. Uh, and along the way, that means I've learned an awful lot about business and about life and about relationships and about purpose and all of that. And profit definitely follows purpose. And for me, I've learned so much about what kind of makes me tick. And um, all of those uh business successes have come with their pains and their trials and tribulations uh but um what's been the most meaningful thing has been seeing people achieve things that they didn't think that they were capable of doing uh, when they started and that's what really um floats my boat so that's me that's what i like doing
0: excellent excellent so i mean as, as you said you've you've i mean you've grown businesses a lot of people can say they've grown a business there's not many that can say that they've grown multiple businesses and i think that in itself it takes certainly takes drive if nothing else takes resilience but what's the what having done it a, a couple of times what do you think is the the key thing that people really need
1: so 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 you, you do need to feel it you do need to feel it. You do need to, to, to really, uh, want it. And I've spent quite a lot of time, um, in a way trying to work out what it is that I want because I, you know, being really, really clear on what you want is stupidly simple and yet sometimes this the slippery fish that you can't get your hands on uh i don't know whether you've ever tickled fish uh, christina but uh, but they are quite tricky to tickle uh, so um so it is it, and you're so, so chasing that so i guess um that i've definitely always been you know since leaving university or whatever I've always been sort of quite career orientated and um so there's definitely been a sense of wanting to uh wanting to prove something to myself uh, sort of deep down in there, I think. Um, uh, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's persistence, it's consistency, uh, it's, it's passion and, and above all really, I think because I came the sort of employed route, corporate route, and then became an entrepreneur and then became an entrepreneur being, um, an employee, you always kind of want to work for the business that the CEO is talking about. You know, you hear the CEO talking about, we're doing this and we're doing that, and this is our mission and these are our values and and, and all of that. And then you kind of look around at your colleagues and you think, doesn't really sound like the business that I work for. And so there was a thing for me about wanting to actually be able to influence what it felt like to go to work for people. Um, The kind of um, things that motivate people are, you know, achievement, their relationships, their growth, you know, and so being able to create an environment where people can get that kind of an experience from work, because not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, not everyone wants to start their own business, but everyone wants to feel like they're getting some return on their time from you know, the eight hours a day they spend at work or, or whatever it might be. And so creating an environment where, um, where that can happen for everyone became increasingly important to me as I got more and more frustrated with, like I say, hearing the boss talking about how great things were, but it not really feeling or looking mm. like that from where I was standing. So, um, so yeah, and what that does now, I suppose for me is, is it actually creates a real, a real weight of expectation in a way from the people in, in teams that I lead, because I kind of put that pressure on myself, if you like, but, but the teams that, um, that work in businesses that I'm involved in, they're very, very demanding, you know, because you do set that level of expectation and then you begin to meet it and, and then the expectations rise. And it's the same as the whole thing with uh with customers, you know, customers' expectations are rising all the time. Uh, and rightly so, you know, we should be able to expect uh, more, better, faster, easier service from the companies that we buy from. But it's the same for us as people, you know, because I suppose customers are people. We're human beings when it comes down to it, aren't we? So um, so our expectations are rising. So it really just keeps that engine going to kind of do um the same thing but in a better and an always improving
0: way Mm. let's go back to your slippery fish that thing of that thing of what do you want because I know you talk a lot about purpose and obviously your podcast is um is is all about purpose so and you're right it's kind of you know what that question of what do you want on my desktop I probably shouldn't tell people this um Mm watch the hackers come in now on my (laughs) desktop there's a word document and it is just titled what what do I want Hmm. and it is a it's just a question that I struggle to answer and there's there's flippant answers on there you know it's a few glasses of wine yeah I say glasses read bottles (laughs) and um but but trying to figure out what it is you actually want is really really tricky but but then when you also think about purpose these two separate things in your opinion are they is it one thing
1: um they're both they're both similar in that they both come from inside you in a way so so that 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 inner voice which, which so you know what's your passion and what's your purpose i suppose uh, to, to differentiate between the two what would you love and and why are you here you know that they, they they kind of do do join together i suppose i sort of think about um this in the context of um a key guy i find that a really helpful concept so you know so what do you what do you love um what does the world need um uh, what what can you what can you get paid for and what are you good at you know if you if you tr- try and answer those four questions i probably butchered the precise words of a key guy but roughly speaking that that's that's the tenet of it so if you can answer those those questions you know sit down with a, a pen and a piece of paper and just just write what you think about about those sorts of things then you don't have to get it perfect you don't have to get it right because you only really work it out when you actually do something mm. because everyone can kind of sit down and you know dream about this kind of vision of what their purpose might be or or, or whatever but when you start doing it that's when you actually really begin to connect with it mm. and and also when you start doing it that's when you sort of find out if it's not for you as well you know if you can feel um your day or certainly the start of your day with the highest priorities if you like for you that align most strongly with your um your values or 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 your your vision for you know what you want to create then then that's the start of a really really good day and and people know what the start of a good day feels like Uh, so, you know, start the day well. And if you find yourself doing something every single day that you don't enjoy, you know, right at the beginning, then, then that's the first thing to, to change. Cause if you can, if you can write down what you'd love, um, and you know, what the world needs and what you're good at and what you can get paid for then that's cool. Um, and if you can try and do one of those things, it doesn't even need to be work-related or whatever to start the day. It can be, you know, if you um, if what one of the things that you love is, um, is getting out in world-open spaces, you know, your job might not allow you to do that. But if you in the spring can make the decision, right, this spring I'm going to get out and I'm going to breathe fresh, clean air every morning, you know, and it just takes 20, 30 minutes, then that begins to kind of then top up that that tank, if you like, that kind of brings that purpose and that passion bit together. And whilst you're out on a walk, you never know—you might then get that inspiration that you're looking for, which kind of says, mm, "Okay, what do I do?" And by the same token, what do I not do? Because having a having a um, a focus on on what you want is definitely kind of the the holy grail, if you like, in the end game. But but focusing. Um, uh, well, sorry not focusing on what you don't want but understanding what you don't want so you can stop doing it can be just as powerful and having a sort of a not list as well as a, a to-do list can be really helpful
0: yeah it's okay there's a couple of things i want to pick up there so first of all i think that it even when you don't know what your purpose is you know when you're on purpose and you know when you're not there is that feeling inside of you mm. definitely um And then the other thing is that with your not list, I I always say like there's, we all have non-negotiables. And for me, I think that's the equivalent of that not list.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's that, it's that feeling. I mean, because feelings, that's a, that's a funny old game, isn't it? Because we're, we're, we're sort of trained, especially in a kind of a, a worky type context to, to control our feelings, control our emotions. And in a, in a lot of cases, that's actually true. But understand them first. You know, understand how you're feeling about stuff. That's so so crucial because, yeah, I mean the. For example, so at the moment, uh, we're in the process. We, as in my, my lovely wife and I, we're in the process of renovating a house, um, and that um, means a lot of getting into detail, and a lot of chivying people along, and a lot of. Um, talking about things that i've absolutely no i've got no interest in whatsoever you know tiles right i'm not interested in tiles okay tiles are things that i will walk on um and potentially have to wipe occasionally but that's it right so <laughs> so so so, so there, there are things that just don't appeal to my higher values right so um and also getting into detail i find i have to dial up a lot of energy to get into detail on stuff i can do it i've trained myself to do it because i'm aware that it's something that i hate so when i need to do it i mean if you're running a business you need to be able to dial up the detail uh, or an interest in the detail sufficiently to make sure you've got the right facts to make the right sort of decisions because you know people's you know um livelihoods and homes and customers need you and all that all that's at stake so um so yeah so for me it's about um, being aware of when I'm having to use that energy, which I don't really enjoy doing. Um, and so that I can, um, recognize that and do what I need to do, but also top, top myself up with some of the stuff that I do love. So some of the uh, more kind of supporting work that I do to, like I say, help other people or, um, some of the sort of, um, more creative stuff that sort of appeals more to my you know, natural kind of um, orientations. Mm.
0: There are times where, I mean, you know, I've, I've, I have two girls as well. So uh, you know, twenty-three and seventeen. So I, you know, I, I know what those daily lessons can look like. But there are times in life where you are, as much as you're on purpose, it's like the curveballs are coming thick and fast, and they just knock you off your perch. So whether it is the girls doing their thing, other stuff with you know extended family, other things you've got going on, something you've dropped a ball on, whatever it might be, and you just get into that because it doesn't matter how strong you are from a mindset perspective, doesn't matter how wise you are, what tools you've got in your arsenal. There are just those days where everything's a bit of shit. Yeah. So, how do you, how do you manage that? without kind of going to because we all get to that point where it's like just throw the towel in i've had enough now
1: well um some some sometimes i do i do well uh, and sometimes i don't i mean we, we were uh, on a, as a family we were we were going we actually were coming back from holiday uh, and uh, we were coming through an airport and a little bit of bickering started between my two daughters who are yeah 17 and 19 um maybe they were probably two was probably two years ago and um and so bicker 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 and I kind of I stayed calm stayed out of it and all that kind of stuff and then um and then Penny my wife started getting involved and it's like okay right so it's all, it was, she was trying to sort it out but it kind of it was escalating um and and I'd stayed out of it and then all of a sudden I kind of gone from um being able to stay aloof to actually piling in there. And 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 what had happened is instead of focusing on what I wanted, I started to focus on what I don't want. You know, I wanted us to return home from holiday with harmony and that warm glow that you get from some time in the sun and, you know, all nice and cool and calm and collected and drift back into life. And actually all this arguments and agitation, all that sort of was was not what I wanted. So I was focusing on that. And then basically I lost <laughs> I lost it altogether. And um and so then I became the object of the what well, you know, my daughter stormed off away from me. Penny, my wife stormed off. We actually pulled over in the services and, the, and and everyone left the car and went in separate directions as we were on our way home from the airport. And um, I was well, how on earth did I do that? So, you know, don't get me wrong, I don't <laughs> I don't always I don't always get it right. Uh, And sometimes I get drastically wrong, but it's about, it's about learning to recognize when you are beginning to, um, to act in a way that's contrary to, to what you want from whatever that situation is. So it's behavior and there'll be a trigger. So, um, so, you know, so if you can kind of understand what, what the trigger is and notice the trigger and notice your behavior when it begins to go slightly um, off kilter and almost um, observe your behavior um, sometimes you know when you start doing that it's really hard to do at the time you have to catch yourself and you have to go back and kind of replay it in your mind but as you become more aware of it um, you're able to catch it as you go and actually I make a bit of a joke out of it now so you know and if I kind of almost lose it I say, oh, I almost lost it there. Or, um, well, that was, that was, that was lucky. I I noticed myself turning into, into the other, the other dads then, you know, that you you don't want around or whatever it might be. And that then just breaks the mood a little bit. So, Mm -hmm. so so that bit of self-awareness and then actually just, just being honest about it because, you know, no one's, no one's, um, perfect. And the good thing about that actually is, um, my daughters now give me feedback, right? So feedback is so crucial and this applies in a business context in a family context whatever kind of context if you can have an environment where you can give each other feedback then you don't actually need to do it all on your own so my eldest daughter um is is brilliant at saying to me dad tone because it's not necessarily what i'm saying because i th- what i'm saying probably is quite reasonable but what happens with me i mean i'm never going to play poker against anybody not for real money right because my face just goes i've got a, i've not got a poker face and <laughs> i would lose <laughs> i would lose every single time right so the first thing um my daughter notices actually and the whole family does, they notice what, it's my face and then it's the tone and they call me out on it so you know so creating an environment at home and at work where you get to call it out for each other is is so so helpful because it's still going to happen you know, you're still going to lose it. You're still going to, um, find yourself demotivated at times, you know? Um, and there are going to be reasons that cause that, you know, so what causes uh, demotivation? It can be things like, um, overwhelm or, or confusion or frustration or whatever. I mean, there are emotions that when you're feeling them, um, you know, if you look if you look back you should be able to clock when they when they mm. pop up you know so um so yeah that self awareness and make it a team game and make it a bit of fun if you can as well
0: yeah we had a conversation um last week in fact we were um about to work on a project and you you walked in so we said said our hellos had our hugs and um, you said have you had any criticism yet <sighs> And I thought it was a really interesting question, mm-hmm. really interesting. And the answer was that we hadn't. And you were like, "Oh no, that's not good."
1: Yeah, yeah. I would rather get criticism from. Um, well, I, 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 yeah, I open myself up to it. Really, I ask for feedback all the time, and um, it, it is so, it's so, so powerful. I mean, I make jokes about feedback forms and and all that kind of thing. Um, But, you know, how you build rapport with people and maintain rapport is by, is by developing that empathy with others. And, um, you know, if you're able to, uh, you know, freely give and receive feedback, um, and that can be really open and honest, then, um, then actually, you know, you're in a really, really strong relationship with somebody, you know, if somebody feels like they can trust you with what they really think, Mm -hmm. then, um. Then yeah, you've you've broken through a kind of a like a, a barrier and a boundary that's kind of you know kept people um, apart. You know, if you look at politics, if you look at um, the, the way the way some organizational cultures are kind of can be quite sick or um, you know autocratic or bureaucratic or or or, or you know you get passive aggressive behaviours or whatever it might be, you know that that they're, they're cultures that are dysfunctional. And if you can, if you can, really just be open and honest, and and, and approach it from a kind of a place of not of um, overwhelm or frustration or anger or um, or whatever, but almost from a place of of love, then you can be completely honest because what you actually want is for yourself to be is, uh, you know, I suppose successful or make the difference that you want to make to other people uh, as as much as you can, and you want other people to do that as well, so. Um, you know, in, this, in the context of what we we're talking about, you know, you're you're on a you're on a mission to to achieve to achieve great things. So, if you don't get, you know, the the the, the truth from people and, and 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 criticism in a way that helps you to improve, then then potentially it's going to take you longer to get mm-hmm. to your destination, and that applies to that applies to anyone. Yeah, and who even if you get some feedback, you don't necessarily need to act on it. You know, it can be it, a That's whole, a
0: really whole, important thing a yeah. really important thing
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Is it is it if you say like feedback's like a gift or whatever um and then then you know some gifts that you get you can kind of you want you want to put you want to get a nice top you want to stick it on straight away um you know some 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 needs to go to the charity shop some might not be for this season but might be for next uh so um you know it, it it's it, it's a gift so but you decide what you what you do with it ultimately and 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 that whole thing about timing is is crucial as well actually because sometimes people give you feedback from the context that they're in rather than the context that that you're in so they may mean well uh, but it might not land well because of you know perspective so um so some feedback is kind of good to kind of hold on to for for future future reference uh so um so yeah it's a powerful powerful thing Mm.
0: do you think it's obviously if you if you have got like 20 people giving you the same piece of feedback you're like shit i need to listen now if it's like one person out of 100 do you because it's easy to kind of go oh it's just one person don't worry about it do you still take it on board in the same way
1: i suppose um I suppose it's important to be open to all to all feedback, especially if it's given with the with the with the right intention. And generally speaking, you know if someone's intentions are good or 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 if you've or, or not, or if you've got a question mark about someone's intentions, and there's obviously there's a there's a red flag there, and that could say something about you or it could say something about them. But if if you know their intentions are good, then I would say I would always I would always listen to to feedback, um, whether I would act on it or not would would depend on what my outcome is and that's the same when you when you when you're in a sort of a trigger situation you know so so if you get triggered by something um and you could get triggered by a piece of feedback that you get then um then then it's about taking that moment to sort of think okay this has happened and i've had this feedback or whatever it might be but what's the outcome that i'm trying to get to and if that bit of feedback comes from one person but they're the person that you you really want to reach or um they're the person that you you almost um had in mind when you design this thing or, or 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 put put this thing together then then yeah i don't i don't think it's uh, necessarily a um a number like a numbers game in a kind of a completely linear way i think it i think it, it does depend on the circumstances
0: you're making me think back to uh, last weekend. In fact, I had some amazing feedback from someone who I just felt their agenda was to get in with me. Hmm. Um, they they may have had a little. They may have experienced a little um, the passive aggressive Christina mm-hmm. once or twice in the in the day or two beforehand. And I, I think they, you know, just felt very much they were trying really hard to a, align themselves with me. And they gave me this beautiful piece of feedback, and I was just like, "Yeah, whatever." Mm. So I do think it works both ways.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. And and sometimes with feedback, it there's there's there's, a, there's some mileage in 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 asking permission to give it as well. Because you know, when when I said to you the other day, if you had any criticism, in a way, that was that was me. Um, Well, I was, I was, I was interested, but also potentially I was, I was possibly testing a little bit, um, whether it was a conversation that was, you know, that was, whether it was the right time to have that kind of conversation. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, so so there's, and there's different ways that you can, you can find out if, if your feedback is going to be welcome, because let's be honest, if you're giving somebody feedback, whether it's good or whether it's bad, if it's not a good time for the other person, then it isn't going to land.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so you so you've got a kind of um question the motives of of people that um yeah that that, that, that give feedback either at a, at a time where it is it is clearly not going to be good or um or yeah you know and that, but sometimes it's you can get into into mind games which there's no value in dwelling on because so I, I've, I've certainly been in situations where i've i've said something to somebody and they've said to me you're just saying that cause you know of the conversation we might have had two days ago or whatever mm. when the reality is that's not that's not the case and um I'd actually completely forgotten about that conversation. Uh, but obviously that that conversation had more of an impact on, on them. And, you know, the same probably will work vice versa because I know for a fact that, um, that, that, that I've been in, uh, in dialogue with people in situations with people and I viewed a situation one way and they viewed a situation completely differently or remembered it completely differently. So, um, so yeah, it, it never hurts to ask about intent either mm. but you need to have a good relationship for that
0: absolutely absolutely which we have which is why it was such an amazing conversation although i will add in i said like come on then give us your criticism and you're like i haven't got any <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we had to we had to dig a bit to get you to um to to offer some stuff up yeah but, th- true. but, but this is the thing when you are so this is the other thing about purpose okay when you are aware of your purpose when you have people around you that are clear on theirs it allows you to have these kinds of conversations Mm. you know it's that it's the peer support stuff that comes through and I think a lot of people look for um you know mentors to coaches to have those conversations with and it it is a you know I've you know, it's the thing, but you know, you're you're the equal of the the five people you spend the most time with, and all that sort of stuff. But I think it goes beyond that. Mm. It's like it's just understanding the people that you hang out with, where they're coming from, because then you can just have these open, honest conversations.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's really it's really important, and you know, knowing that you're in a in a, in a people people call it um what do they call it they call it psychological safety don't they so so knowing, knowing that you're in an environment where you're you're able to 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 be yourself and um you know sometimes that you can you know that means being with people that are completely aligned with you sometimes not but but knowing that you can be yourself and and, and bring your best self to a situation is really crucial. Because, you know, if you're aligned on purpose, that's awesome. You know, that's really, really brilliant. But you might not be completely aligned on on how to get there. And so um, that, um, that rapport, if you like, that you've got with people that, um, that, that, that kind of, yes, psychological safety, if you like to to know that you can still say what you think. And, um, and in a way, step up and say look I, I i can kind of take this bit on and own this bit and make this bit happen and 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 i i'd like to do it like this yeah and still again take feedback on that and you can be the, the guide rails if you like that can nudge and nurdle you in the right in the you know you in the right direction but sort of keep you on track that's fine but but yeah i think it's about really um yeah being able to 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 be completely honest about stuff um, and uh, and accepting that you're not going to agree on everything. I suppose the thing about leadership as well is also knowing that um, consensus is the kind of the ideal scenario you want to get to. Everyone agrees, but sometimes that's not going to happen, you know. Um, and in, in those scenarios, the important thing is then that everyone has been um, heard, or everyone feels like they've been heard, and then the leader makes the decision – and you crack on knowing that you've been heard you know that's really really key
0: and as a leader it's so yes you want that consensus but you need to have you need to ensure you're not in an echo chamber
1: Mm. totally
0: because that can be that can destroy businesses i've seen it happen
1: yeah 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 and the and the culture that you create um there's there's I think i mentioned it earlier that there's there's a fight mean, the ultimate culture is where you've got a commitment culture where um everyone's aligned on 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 the why and everyone's fully committed to achieving the goal and, and working together um you can kind of sometimes if you're not careful if you've got a very strong leader He's not quite got everyone on the same page yet, drift into more of a sort of a compliance culture than a commitment culture. So people are kind of still not quite able to um to be completely honest about what they think. Um maybe they're feeling their way, um, or maybe there's a pattern of behavior there in the leader, which is kind of airs towards the the autocratic and um and yeah that'll get you so far, but it won't get you to your ultimate destination because um, you know, people knowing that they're that they they've got psychological safety, their emotional and well a mental sort of well-being is is being looked after, um, and they're empowered to be able to um make a difference, to innovate, to be creative, to um, you know, and to simply be themselves in in what they're doing. And they're the kind of things that are gonna um get that long-term commitment uh, and you know as a leader that's what you want from people you don't you don't want compliance because otherwise you'll get to a really crucial point and all of a sudden that could be the thing that you know that the moment if you like that turns people off and where they say well they're finally they've had enough and they want to do their own
0: thing yeah okay let's bring it back to purpose I want to talk about your podcast a little bit so It feels like you started this podcast five minutes ago.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and yet you, but how many episodes are you on now?
1: 135, something like that. It's crazy. Hmm. Two a week. Two a week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I quite enjoy it. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. What would you like to know?
0: So, okay. So give us some context. So the name, what, what the purpose of the, co- of the podcast was, and then, um, yeah, I, I, I I mean, you've interviewed such a variety of people, so we'll, we'll chat through it. So, come on, give us the context first of all.
1: Sure. So, the, so the podcast is called "People with Purpose," and uh, it's there because um, I believe that um, purpose is something that kind of resides inside all of us, and um, and so uh, you know, if if everyone could identify their purpose, unlock it make it happen the world would be a much much better place and so that's what kind of excites me if you like about seeing people do things i didn't think they were capable of you know it kind of links with that and the reason i'm doing the podcast is because um i um i feel very passionately about about that and um also I, it's a bit of accountability for me as well of There's a kind of a book in everyone, they say, and uh, sitting down and writing stuff down, that's probably not going to happen. So if I can talk, then um, that could be transcribed and that'd be good. Um, And I believe that everyone's got a story to tell. So, uh, so, and we can learn from each other and each other's experiences. So, so yeah, so um, it's two episodes a week. One's generally speaking a kind of a, a solo talk. Uh, from yours truly and then the other one is an interview with somebody uh, who has either been on an entrepreneurial journey or they could be a sports person or um, uh, you know uh, work in the medical profession or ministers or uh, whatever and 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 people come from all walks of life to come on the show and 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 it's fascinating Uh, people have got amazing stories to tell
0: which has been the most impactful story on you personally
1: So um, I think the most impactful story on me personally has been uh, Paul Jameson. So um, Paul Jameson is a um, he's he's actually the person I've interviewed on the podcast who didn't speak uh, because he uh, he can't. Uh, he he was diagnosed with uh, uh, motor neuron disease in 2017 and give him two years to live and um he's still with us uh but he he can't talk anymore uh, but he had that, this bucket list uh which um involved him uh you know whilst he was still able uh, climbing kilimanjaro and uh, and playing tennis at the top of kilimanjaro uh, going to rugby world cups football world cups uh, loads of different um things uh he, he he's done um, and they've also set up a company called um called aura i say they him and his son came on the podcast uh, so um so yeah so he paul's answers were pre-recorded uh with some sort of uh software uh that he uses and uh and his son david also also spoke and so so their journey as a family through uh you know that kind of a diagnosis um and he, he he said that he he talks about the fact that he's he's he he was born. Everyone's born with a with a terminal uh, illness. It's called life. Uh, so uh, so living every day um, and making sure that every day counts for something um, and helping people to come to terms with their own mortality, if you like. And this company they've set up is called Aura, A U R A dot dot life. Uh, which helps people uh, to uh, to get yeah, to come to terms with their mortality and may, they may be in a situation where somebody in their family's uh, got a diagnosis or it may be uh, you know just preparing for uh, for the that inevitability um and um you know talking about your life story rather than your obituary or eulogy and all those sorts of things it was just a really really impactful um impactful session you know this guy by uh, his passion his energy um, and uh, a motor neuron disease um, really is one of those uh, one of those elements which doesn't which just doesn't seem fair on any level, you know, from a humanity perspective. Um, and his strength and resolve and and all of that is just uh, such an inspiration. Uh, he's got um he's got a book out called Very Much Alive. And all the proceeds from the book go towards uh, the MND Foundation, uh, so uh, MND research. So, um, so yeah, so that was really, really impactful and a very humbling, very humbling experience.
0: I think there are when you get into the pod, into podcasting, it is it just the process of it is such an experience in itself. I remember um, I've probably talked about it several times, but I remember interviewing Mark Ornrod. Hmm. and it just it stayed with me for days and it's a um he's a triple amputee he um was in afghanistan and um lent down on a on a landmine essentially hmm. and um and it, it's you know he tells his story and he has such such gratitude yeah such gratitude gratitude for life gratitude for for so many things even in the darkest moments and it, it's a like I say it affected me for days it just nothing I did nothing could happen in my world for the two three days afterwards that were just important enough
1: it's true it's so true and um yeah that whole thing about um how to behave and how not how not to behave, you know, the whole thing about about complaining. And uh and if you think about how much um how much energy uh we we expend as a as a species on on complaining about about stuff. You know, if if we were to transfer all of that energy into uh into doing something helpful for somebody else, then um you know how how brilliant would that be? And how good would we feel about it, you know? So um so yeah it it definitely is it's inspirational when you yeah when you when you talk to people who've been been through some some real stuff or going through some yeah real stuff I mean you know what else do you call it it really is real stuff and and we've all been through our stuff you know there's no um there's no differentiation in a way because you know somebody else's um uh you know uh, sort of trip is 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 a trauma for somebody else you know and and we're all we're all different but but yeah, definitely that sort of perspective uh, is is very very helpful, uh, and um, and gratitude is um, is is hugely hugely motivating. I find it's um, something that yeah, just just kind of helps when you're finding those moments where where things like I say, if you get into that overwhelmed sort of point, or you're doing something that you don't particularly enjoy. Um, then, um, then that can really, really help to, to sort of navigate you through those bits because we all have those moments in our days and and days in our weeks, don't we?
0: Absolutely. Um, I wanted to finish off with a question for you, which, but I kind of feel like you may have answered it already when we talked about the ikigai stuff. So, that's what I I know you're very much about you're very much about purpose. So, you know, what is if someone's listening to this and they're really feeling like, okay, I've done the work and but I'm just going around in circles, circles, circles. And I just, I just don't know what it is. And they' cause when you don't know what it is, there's a feeling of, of being lost. Yeah. And then you start to overthink it and then nothing's big enough. And you know, it's, and you get caught in this trap. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What's the
0: well, one um... thing?
1: So the one, so the one thing I'd recommend that people do is 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 to play with it. So if you think about um, think about uh, you know characters in stories. So characters in stories, whether they be in films or books or whatever it might be, then um, then every character comes with their own story, and and every character has their own story arc, you know. And it's actually story characters do have a story arc. So the superhero um is um a story arc of setback to comeback, you know? Um and um the detective, you know, who's 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 downtrodden and all that, working on the case of their lives, follows an arc that's that involves conflict and then and then coming through to resolution, you know, and um there's failure and success. There's all those sort of story arcs. So 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 just 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 play with it. I would. And 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 so arc Um, I came up with a little, um, three letter, what's the name for that? What's it called? Acronym. Acronym. Yeah. So awareness, um, reflection and create. So just, just be when, when, when you're sort of trying to unlock your purpose, just play with it. Don't get stressed. Think about it as a story arc. Awareness, um, look inside you, be self-aware. What would you love? What makes you smile? What are you doing when you feel free? When was the last time you felt free? So just be aware of, 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 of that and think about those, those feelings. And then, um, you know, when you reflect on that, um, just, just think, okay, what's your, what's your reflection? What, what can you, if if the universe is a mirror, um, what can you put out to get, bring more of that stuff back to you? So, and then, and then, so that's in a sort of a thought process and then that creates is, is to do something so create something um positive but but generally speaking do do something you know so but like i say if you can think about it as a you're a character in a film or in a book um or a dodgy soap opera if that's your thing then uh <laughs> then then you know what's your story arc you know think about it like that and then be aware of what you love um reflect on on that okay so if you were to put that out in the universe what would you what would you then get back if the universe is a mirror and then create it do something uh to bring that about and it can be a really really small thing because i think that purpose is i suppose created not found you know it's in you not outside of you and so um yeah have have a bit of fun and um and try not to try not to take it too seriously
0: i love that David, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, You know, I appreciate you anyway. I tell you every time I see you. Um, If people want to reach out to you, obviously they can follow the podcast, but where's best to make contact with you?
1: So yes, I'm on all socials. So uh, LinkedIn and Facebook and it's... uh... Yeah, it's, it's David Roberts or or David C Roberts. I'm the I'm the bored middle aged man with with glasses uh, and a and a face for radio. And uh, and the podcast is called People with Purpose. And uh, my lovely wife did the artwork for it. It's a uh, it's a it's a blue thing with with a claret thing and a ch- a, a chap. I think it's a chap walking on a key, about to unlock unlock their purpose. So uh, so that's where you'll find
0: me. Amazing.